What's good, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 119, and this week we welcome Sean Collard to the podcast. Man, this is, I mean, to me personally, I've been following Sean for, I want to say, years at this point, but who really like showed me what he's about was definitely Mr. Unloved Ones. So, shout out to Kenneth for you know putting a spotlight on him i think he talked about him on his episode or we talked about him before but like when i was like heavy adding people in the early days of sneaker instagram sean was one of the first people i mean come on listen you got pg nose hopefully future guests you got you know mr unloved ones you got uh unbreakable kicks like a lot of these sneaker influencers from back when instagram first started that just just been consistently putting out nothing but just content and and inside looks and views on sneakers and and posting about sneakers and just expanding on the culture it's really dope to be able to talk to them or be able to get a chance to have them on this podcast that i i brought this out of just like the love of doing this and talking about this any chance that i get and this is like the perfect whirlwind storm for me to have him on and then we just talk about it and, and i tell him about his influence on me buying the pair uh the the re, the retro uh chicago twos that just came out like six months ago seven months ago i think right yeah i think it was like december when they dropped so I talk to, I tell him about that and, you know, we get a little insight and we get some cool stories. You know, the it's really cool to, to be able to talk to a sneakerhead in Canada or just, you know, a person who loves the stories that are being told through sneakers. Uh, so, you know, we're going to jump into it real soon. I want to give just a shout out to everybody who listened to last week's episode with Lawrence Killebrew and checked out his page, checked out Killebrew Kicks. Shout out to y'all. I mean, listen, I, I, that was the first time I ever ran an ad. So it, you're going to hear that same ad this week again. But shout out to you if you were able to download, use my link. You, you, if you were able to use my link in the description of this podcast to download Drops and Collect and support the podcast, because I really would. Just appreciate that. And like I said, you're going to hear that ad again. But what's really, really cool this week is that I was able to get the goddamn, the goddamn run the jewels dunks. I was only able to get the lows, so I'm still looking for the highs. But, you know, if you listen to me and and a 80 sneaks talk about sneakers on TikTok volume seven or eight i think i'm on seven right we talk i talk about how much i really wanted these shoes and how i am really hyped to go see them live for four days straight i know i'm gonna be cooked by the fourth day but we'll see i'm just like it's really cool to be outside again so it makes like 
the recordings for this podcast a lot harder to do, a lot more harder to be on social media because once I'm out, I kind of like just embrace being outside instead of trying to like, oh, let me get a picture. Oh, let me make a video. Oh, let me make a TikTok. So as you can see, and also I've just been very busy, but as you can see, we have slowed down on the content. So I'm going to try to get back into it next week. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow all the socials and stuff, which I will plug at the end of this again. Anyway, on to where you can find Sean. You can find him on all social medias as S Collard. So S C O L L A R D 23. Make sure you hit up him. Tell him you, you came through. Listen to the podcast. Leave a couple comments on some of his pinned posts. Would greatly appreciate that. Don't forget, I mean, he also does a podcast. We talk about it on here as well. The Sneaker Podcast, at The Sneaker Podcast. I listen to it. Everybody who loves sneakers listens to it. It's a lot more well-grounded. You know, you get a little bit of stories. You get a little bit of what's coming out. So, you know, we talk a little bit about the the complex sneaker podcast as well. So just trying to get, you know, got to get these, got to get these networks, you know, got to get networking going on, you know. And you know where to find me. I am who is host on all social medias. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, such and such with at my first kicks or at my first kicks pod. That's on everything. Please, please subscribe and like all the videos that are on the YouTube at my first kicks, youtube.com slash my first kicks. Please do that. Leave a review. Give me a thumbs up on stuff. Just would love to get this podcast out and about more. And in order to do that, I have to have you guys, the listeners, hook me up with great reviews and like shares and also just all around uh, communication and interaction, all of that stuff. So I would greatly appreciate that. And also, don't forget that you also can be Featured on the podcast when I can read your My First Kick story to the guest that I have in, I want to say in studio, quote unquote, in studio, but you know it's over Zoom. Uh, just email me at myfirstkickspod at gmail.com. Would love to have stories. Would love to interact with all the listeners that are listening. And shout out to y'all. And on to this week's episode with Sean Collard. Before we jump in this episode, I want to talk to you about Drops and Collect by Soul Savvy. Now, you all know I rock with Soul Savvy, but do you know about their apps? As a personal user of both Drops and Collect, I'm currently using the Drops app to stay up to date on shoes releasing and, of course, their restocks. Also, I use Drops for easier access to raffles like I'm doing right now or the Run the Jewels SBs. And when you're done copying a pair, you can use Collect to keep your collection up to date. Like I'm using it to keep my closet in order. And also on Collect, you can make trades with other users. And if you are a member of Collect and Soul Savvy, there isn't a fee. But if you aren't a user, there's a flat fee of eight bucks for any trade. 
Soul Savvy created these apps to make sneaker collecting easy and accessible for everyone. So if you're looking for that pair that's coming out or that trade for an older pair, use the links in my description of this podcast and the link tree of this podcast to download both drops and collect. That's right. If you just go to the link tree or the description of this podcast, you can download drops and collect to your phone right now. Well, now back to the episode. Hey, Sean, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You know, it's been a minute. We've, we've been talking about doing this for <laughs> I think about six months now. <laughs> it's definitely been six months. I think that, uh, I mean, it's interesting because like, I, I will tell you straight up, I had a, a, like towards before I was hitting you up, I had like a really tough time booking guests. So I was like getting into the habit of just hitting people up and just being like, whenever you're ready, like we got time. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I hit you up super early in December yeah. and then we were like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And, and, uh, I, I, you, we said, I, I had to postpone that a couple of times, I think. No, one time. It was one time, one time, one time, one time. time. But uh, I was like, I was like, ah, I should probably hit him up because I did not hit you back in January when you said, let's do this in January. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I I said, sure. And then I said, I had to postpone. (laughs) (laughs) And here it's April. It's April. It's April. Um, We're here. We're here. We're here. Uh, It's such a huge honor to have you. And and for people who aren't familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself and, and where to find you? Um, well, I'm, my name is Sean Collard. I'm uh, scollard23 on Instagram and uh, everywhere else, I guess. Um, I'm a teacher from Montreal, Canada, and uh, I've been into sneakers for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on a, a podcast of my own called The Sneaker Podcast with mm-hmm. my crew there. And uh, so, uh, yeah, at The Sneaker Podcast, you can check us out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a little while. Yeah. Got to get a little cross pollination going. Yeah, you know what I mean? for sure, for sure. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the the it's such a huge honor. Like I said, I mean the 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 craziness of like your page and all the history that I've learned throughout the years is is pretty dope, man. No, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah, I, I try. I, I I because I've been around for so I'm I'm an old guy. So <laughs> uh, I've been around so long. I guess I just I like sharing stuff, you know, stories from the past and stuff, and uh, the history behind sneakers that we love and. Uh, just kind of reminding people that there's a there's a history and, and a meaning behind the stuff that you know those sneakers that it's not just buy flip repeat so, you know resell. <laughs> uh, there's some, there's some meaning the, behind uh, it. Yeah, yeah, there's the uh, what is it or the what is the, the soul collector? What's their show? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, f- uh, uh, yeah, yeah. For, I know it's it's a it's for a full, full size, size run, full, full size, size run. run. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do uh, drip, skip, or flip. Yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Buy, sell, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Buy, take a picture for the gram, sell, and then repeat. That's the process. <laughs> yeah. We don't do that here. We're here no, for the no. stories. That's right. And uh, you know, I bring you on just to ask you this question. I, it's funny. I just said just to ask you this question, but it's not. This is just the beginning of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to ask you the question that they ask that I ask every guest each week, and that is, what's your first kick? So what's that first? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? That it's going to go back a ways. So I, like I yeah. mentioned, I'm 49 years old, so I've I've been doing this for a while. The first pair of sneakers I ever really remember genuinely wanting, uh, I was. Uh-huh. A, 
1984. Yes, 1984. <laughs> I'm not sure how many listeners were born back then, but uh, <laughs> we've I, got a couple. I, yeah, good, good. good. <laughs> um, but no, I was uh, all kidding aside. I was a huge Magic Johnson fan before MJ uh-huh. came along, and um, and so I, I remember, and I started playing basketball when I was about seven or eight years old. So now I'm about ten, uh-huh. and I remember wanting the Converse Pro Stars that he was wearing, Magic Johnson was wearing at the time in 1984, 85. And so uh, I got those for my, that basketball season, 84. And mm-hmm. uh, that, was the first, that was the first pair of, I really remember wanting badly. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if I can lead it into something, <laughs> when yeah. Michael Jordan came around, I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> uh, and then I started seeing, you know, you see the, the Air Jordan ads and stuff and, and this buzz around Michael Jordan. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember vividly wanting um, I didn't like it, it, what I, it, at the time, like everybody loves the, the Jordan one now, but at the time it was like, it was hard to figure out what a Jordan one was. You knew it had that, that sort of ball with wings on it. Right. They look like a dunk. They look like, uh, you know, most other basketball sneakers, Nike basketball sneakers at the time. So, uh, I remember figuring out that what a Chicago one was, I didn't know what mm-hmm. it was. There's no name nickname back then, but it was a, the white and red Chicago or the white and red Jordan one. And mm-hmm. so I remember wanting that sneaker and seeing like guys in like I was probably you know in grade six at the time, so I remember seeing high school students like in tournaments I'd be at like wearing the these these Jordan ones, and I, I wanted that, so I, but I couldn't get that because it was too expensive. But who the hell knew where to get those things back then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but I was able to get the uh, the AJKOs back in 1985. So that was whoa, the, yeah, I got those for 1999. <laughs> 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 my mom agreed to get them for me for my. Uh, my my, I got a good report card or something like that. And she said, "I'll go buy those for you." Black and red uh, AJKOs were my first pair of Jordans. I let me see if I could pull something on them up mm. to to give something to the listeners. Unless you know off the bat the facts behind the AJKOs in 1999, <laughs> 85, 85. Well, I mean, they were they're just like, they were a canvas version of the Jordan One, right? So right, they were yeah. and they were and nobody. That's when I got them. I remember thinking. This is what is this? It, it doesn't say Air Jordan on it. It doesn't. There's, it says AJKO. I know AJ. What that meant, but what is uh-huh. KO? And then we've found out. I just in the last few years that KO actually legitimately meant knockoff. They were knocking off their own sneaker really? because they're yes because they're and this was directly from Peter Moore. I've seen an email from someone I know uh-huh. uh, who goes by Channel Chris on Instagram who actually worked in the industry back then who. Um, had an email from asked, he asked Peter Moore before he passed away what the KO was. And he said, because there were so many different brands knocking off Air Jordans, mm-hmm. they came out with their own sort of knockoff of their Jordans. I saw a canvas version mm-hmm. and uh, they called the AJKO, the Air Jordan knockoff. I got, I got a little synopsis so we can add a little bit, a little sure. bit of contexture, sure. contexture to this. <laughs> sure. uh, uh, the original Air Jordan one KO high swapped leather for canvas in 1986 and featured AJKO on the wings logos on the wings logos instead of Air Jordan. Right. Uh, this is I'm reading from a 2012 uh, yeah. retro, so let's skip that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Air Jordan one retro KO high eight. In quotes, AJKO features the iconic bread colorway on a canvas upper with leather on the swoosh and collar. It also comes with Jumpman branding on the tongue and and an Air Jordan 1 sole unit instead of the shoe's original Nike Vandal sole. Right. Oh, that was the retro. It's the yeah. retro, yeah, in yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. That's all my good. bad, my bad. 
Everybody's like, no, he messed up. <laughs> he don't got his facts. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. that's wild. I mean, that's that's the, that's a coming out story right there. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak, it is. <laughs> did that did that shoes just spark? Like you were just like, I gotta get. Now I'm getting all the Jordans when well, they come because out. Because back then, we first of all, we didn't know there was going to be an annual model, right? This is right. just the first beginnings of an Air Jordan. The first Air Jordans release. There had never been a shoe that came out with an annual model before mm-hmm. that. So I didn't know what I didn't know what that meant, and I I was excited about it, but at the same time, like I said, because it was canvas, and because it was like it would look different than the leather version, I didn't know that I liked it that much. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't like it that much because it didn't look like a, a basketball sneaker. It looked like the, like again canvas. It didn't make any sense to me. So I wasn't really. I got it, and I was happy to get. I had like an Air Jordan, but it didn't it never felt like an Air Jordan to me. So the first time i saw the air jordan 2 yeah. in 1980 which was 1987 in uh mm-hmm. during the dunk contest and i and i was like oh what's this what i didn't know what that was again you don't know that there's another a new jordan coming out until mm-hmm. you see a commercial or whatever and so i saw the dunk contest in 87 i said like, well that's interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> that's i don't i didn't see a swoosh anywhere on it and i was like what's that and then a week after the dunk contest in 87 i saw a commercial the now infamous uh, imagination commercial where right. that, you know the dark gym and the the baseline kicks in and does the rock the cradle dunk, mm-hmm. and then you get a good close up uh, of the shoes at the end that says Air Jordan's all in the imagination, and that's when I was like, oh damn, I I, I need these shoes, <laughs> uh, and sadly because they were a hundred dollars US, uh, mm-hmm. I was not allowed to get those shoes, and so that's what sort of sparked this obsession I've had with the twos uh, ever since because I was never actually able to get them as a thirteen year old kid back in eighty seven. I mean, it, it, I mean, I, not to skip too. Like, I skipped. I'm skipping literally to like six months ago or whatever, three, <laughs> three four months ago. But like the 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 fact that you had like OG, like OG stuff from the original pair, and then having yeah. to send that to Nike. I mean, I don't know. People are people don't. I, I'm skipping too much ahead because people yeah. don't know the story if right. they're listening. So like, like I, I definitely like. What is that? What was that feeling like? Or like, how did how did that happen? How did that? Well, come it about? was it wasn't it wasn't me who had the OG stuff. It was oh, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. My friend, friend Todd friend. had it. Yeah, yeah friend yeah, Todd yeah. had it. So shout out to him, Todd Montero. Um, but he uh, he. Um, I, they, Jordan brand reached out to me because I, I'd been posting every literally at least once or twice a week for five years, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, about how I wanted these, the twos to come back and, and to, initially it was to celebrate the 30th anniversary, but then it, it never happened. So then, uh, I just kept posting every week and it was something for me to post. And I love the two so much that I was like, it was happy to post about the two. So, um, I guess the brand caught on and uh, in April of 2020, they reached out and said, listen, we're doing this. We're bringing them back and we're bringing them back like OG specs, the box, the hang tag, the booklet, everything the OGs came with. Uh, the problem was that in the in Nike DNA archives, they didn't have the booklet or the hang tag for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't have it, but I knew exactly who did. And this guy, Todd, my friend Todd, his, is almost, if not more obsessed with the twos as I am. And he mm-hmm. actually, I knew he had his OG pair. I wasn't 100% sure if he had the, the hang tag and booklet. And so I reached out to him. He did. And uh, so he was able to get them high resolution scans of his booklet and hang tag and sent them off to Nike and then our Jordan brand. Uh, and so every booklet and hang tag that comes with the twos that released in 2022, they, uh, they're, they're from his booklet and hang tag, which is nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah. absolutely, you're like yeah. right there with that, that yes. whole process too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. cool. It was very, very, it's very surreal. It was very like to think that like, and then when, so they sent me a pair mm-hmm. because I, I helped them. I mean, I didn't, it wasn't much help, but I helped, you know, I guess because of my passion for the twos, they, 
felt they wanted. No, to, like, no, you gotta, you gotta claim it. You gotta claim it. You gotta claim it. You I were the choose man. <laughs> <laughs> you were the middleman to you broke. You were the broker. I, am, I, I was. I broke the deal between. Yes, they, yeah. I, I was just baffled by the fact they didn't have those those pieces in their archives, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. But and I'm glad they didn't because it worked out. But then they sent me the shoes in September uh, of 2022, and I, I obviously was beyond excited and and they were amazing. Uh, and then the pro the, the, um, the, the manager of the, the department sent me an email. I, I sent him an email, email thanking him uh-huh. and he sent me an email. So there's a, there's a little Easter egg in there. Did you see in the booklet? Did you see it? I'm like, no. So I go look at it. There's a little thank you to me and Todd in the, in the booklet. So everybody's booklet who that it comes with has my initials. I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta look at mine now. Cause I didn't even need, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I was just man, like, it's, yeah. it's insane. So to think that 35 years prior, I was not allowed to get them cause they were too expensive. And mm-hmm. then the brand sends me a pair 35 years later with my initials, thanking me for my passion, I guess, and uh, about them and helping them with the booklet and hang tag. It's, it's, I mean, I can't even, I don't even know how to re- react to that. It's like, you can't, <laughs> I never could have dreamt that anything like that would have happened. So it's, it's, it's been very, very crazy and surreal. I, I I mean I, I gotta commend you because like the you you sold me the pair <laughs> like <laughs> that is because like, like I've never been a fan of twos yeah and then once I I kept seeing your your like love Relentless. for the twos yeah. Relentless yeah it was just like twos is in my head and then like yeah. I um I I they dropped on sneakers yeah and. I, I had a hundred dollar gift card because my job, my job, listen, everywhere, everywhere I go, I'm the sneakers guy. So like yeah, yeah, my yeah. job for my birthday last year was like, we're going to give you money for, uh, to, for you to buy on Nike. Nice. So they gave me a gift card. So I, I used the gift card on the twos and I paid like a hundred dollars for the twos basically. Nice. Nice. So I, I was just like, but it's only because you were like posting it so much that I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I just, I was just like, I'll just use the gift card. It won't be like, and so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, my, yeah. it's my first twos. And I, oh, I mean, nice. well, that, you know, I, that's been a crazy thing too, just because I've, I, you know, with uh, the power of social media, I guess, but like I, I, I've hear, I've heard from a lot of people who said they never, they never cared about the twos, never thought mm-hmm. about the twos, didn't like the twos. And then all of a sudden they're getting their first pair of twos and it was the Chicago's. And I was like, that means more, almost more to me than what happened with Jordan. The fact that people are like, you know, I've, I've inspired people to, to like a, a, a sneaker, which is, it's never, I would never think that would ever happen just because I'm, I'm, I would, I was doing all of this selfishly because I just wanted another pair of twos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't care who else got them. I just wanted a pair. Of, I wanted them to be, well, I did want them to be done properly and all that stuff. And I wanted them to have their proper respect mm-hmm. uh, shown to them because they are a very important sneaker in, in Jordan's history. Um, but you know, I never thought that it would be what happened. Like they, and of course they had the whole run with the, uh, the collaborations they did with Virgil and Lanier and, uh, that whole thing that, so it really has, you know, shone a spotlight on on the twos and it's been, it's been really exciting and fun for me to see. Have you, have you always lived in Montreal? Yeah. That's where I'm born and raised here. Yeah. So then were you, I mean. Listen, I'm not trying to date you, but but like, <laughs> I <was> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I like I don't I, I don't have much knowledge of the Canadian yeah. uh, sneaker scene. Imagine I'm just like I don't have much knowledge of like the UK sneaker scene. Imagine it's just like something wrong. But like, yeah, I don't have much knowledge of like the Montreal scene. Yeah. Um, what was it like like growing up? Was was everybody into sneakers or, or was no? It just like a I mean, niche I, thing? if you were into basketball, you were just so I, I played yeah. basketball from a young age and throughout high school and, and uh, started in college but I ended up stopping playing uh, my first year of college. But um, so if you were into basketball, you were into sneakers. But mm-hmm. I remember when, when I first started getting into really into Jordans was when I got the, well, obviously the AJKOs, but then I couldn't get the twos. I got the white cement threes in 88 
And I remember people like on my team were like, well, I prefer the air revolutions because they have a strap and they're like, mm-hmm. and people were like, didn't care that much. They're like, you know, I, I like Kevin McHale better. So like, I'm going to wear his converse. Or something. Like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I never made it. And people, that's the thing with, with especially just even with, aside from sneakers with Michael Jordan, people were like very polarized back then. Like he was mm-hmm. obviously this very exciting um, player to watch. Yeah. But everybody was writing him off as he's just a scorer. He's not going to win a championship. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of, I, like I became a fan very early on and I was like from the get go because ju- he was just so compelling and so exciting to watch that you couldn't, as a 12 year old, 13 year old kid, when he first entered the league for me, you couldn't help but watch him. But so, um, but then obviously an extension of that is that you get into the sneakers. And if you're a basketball player, you wanted the sneakers that your, you know, your fair players were wearing. And that was mm-hmm. a, a kind of cool connection that you could have that you could see them on, you know, on TV on a Sunday afternoon and then go, you know, get them sneakers in the, in the store. But I got, I got to know, scene, yeah, go I got to know as you're playing ball, did you stick your tongue out like Michael? You know what? I did stick my <laughs> tongue out, but I, 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 my hand to God, you can ask anybody in my family. My, my grandfather used to always bite his tongue, <laughs> stick it out. And so I, I did that when I was playing and people thought I was mimicking Michael. I didn't realize I was doing it, but I wasn't sticking <laughs> it out. Like, you know, I wasn't trying to lick a lollipop or anything like that. No. <laughs> But, but I did, I did, I'm not going to lie. I did do, there, there, I did try to mimic a lot of his mannerisms and, and uh, luckily I was able to dunk because that, so that helped. <laughs> oh snap. You, I was going to ask, did you cradle dunk? Like <laughs> I, I, I could cradle dunk. I actually won a few contests back in my day. Yeah. Damn, excuse yeah. me, man. Yeah, I, it's a long time ago. We're talking over 30 years ago. <laughs> don't, don't try it. Don't try it now. Don't try it. No, 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 no. My knees will, yeah. I'll have paramedics standing by if I do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the sneaker scene in, in Montreal was, there was, was no sneaker scene. No as, far as, as far as I mean, there was there was a sneaker scene in, in terms of if you played basketball, like I said, if you played basketball, you always notice, or at least I, as I remember it, we always noticed each other's sneakers. And yeah, but in terms of a scene, I, there was no not much of a scene. No. Well, when it when it started getting bigger, because I feel like, you know, Jordan, I feel like Jordan's is more of like. It's like the 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 beginner drug of like getting into sneakers, like yeah. sneaker sneaker community, because yeah. it, it's, you know, like. You know, you once you get into Jordans, people are going to be like, "Yeah, you, you got those," and and then yeah. it, it all it all. I feel like it stems like that's how that's how sneaker the sneaker culture stemmed. Like it grew out of that. Everybody's love yeah. for Jordans, um, and how to like model it and how to like throw your best fits on. So like as as Jordan's popularity started growing, like and you started seeing other people. I mean, I don't know if you have seen like other people just getting into other Nike basketball sneakers or yeah. like getting into like, I mean, you got the zoom flights and you got yeah. the, you know, all the, all the, the OGs 90 bass. I think 90s yes. basketball Amazing. sneakers are just undefeated yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Oh, for sure. And he, but even, even back in the eighties when uh, Jordan's first started coming out, it was, it was like, they were sort of part of the Nike basketball lineup, right? Like, so mm-hmm. even when the, when the fours came out in 89, they had flight on it because they were part of the flight series, right? So they had yeah. Air Flight 89, High and Low, the Air Jordan 4. They were all part of that and they all had the same midsole and outsole. So it was like they were sort of part of uh, a bigger thing. It wasn't, they were obviously special because Michael Jordan was wearing them, but they weren't like, it was like, oh, those are just Jordans. Like, it's like I was just as happy back then when I got my Air Flight 89s in 1989 mm-hmm. uh, as I was when I got my Jordan 4s. Um, because they were part of that sort of bigger Nike picture, so it was uh, it was it, it wasn't exactly the same as it is now. And in terms of just going back to the sneaker the sneaker thing uh, sneaker the the scene in Montreal mm-hmm. uh, in the eighties and nineties, it, 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 I just thinking back to like, I remember being 
really because I mean Canada is like a hockey place, right? right <laughs> Especially yeah. back then, it wasn't there was it wasn't basketball itself wasn't even that big in Canada. So uh, I remember being I, my high school had I think about fifteen hundred students in it, and I think myself and my best friend back then were probably the only people who were like obsessed with sneakers to the point mm-hmm. where we were taking pictures of our sneakers in the late eighties and early nineties. And I don't know anybody else that was doing that in my high school. So it's like, there was no scene. I was the scene. I was it. I was a scene to myself. Like no one, no one cared. I was like a weird guy who was like wearing his sneakers and people would try to step on them and stuff. And oh, I hated ugh, that. I hated oh, that. In high I never school. understand that, man. I never understood it. Or, no. or it's that, or if you got a fresh cut and it hits you in the uh, head, smack you in the back of the head. Oh my God. <laughs> like stop. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if they do that now. The kids are listening. If they do that now, no let joke. us know. I've had coworkers, <laughs> grown ass people, my age and if i wear a white like a clean pair of sneakers they're like oh I, I, those are too clean i gotta i gotta step on those and make them dirty i'm like you're like 55 years old what are you doing why are you, why are you telling me you're gonna step on my sneakers what is this we're not in high school no but i do work in a school but that's, oh, yeah, uh, i was gonna say like yeah. you do i was gonna say it's like you do work in a school so maybe there's they the reason why they're, they're still in school yeah. Yeah. yeah oh man uh i mean what what uh what I've messed up. Why? What? What, what influenced you into starting the Instagram and like doing the documentation of of Jordan's? Um, well, I knew, like, I, I yeah. I mean, I just I started following. I open. You know, I heard about this thing Instagram, and I started mm-hmm. following. I realized I, at first I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I posted a couple of pictures of sneakers. I'm like, what am I doing with this? And then I I followed Jumpman Bostic early on. Yeah, uh, probably 2014, I think. Uh, and in 2015, early 2015, he did this thing called uh, 28 Days of Jays because his birthday month is in February. Mm-hmm. So in February 2015, he, he and it was like a different pair of, you know, February 1st, Jordan 1, February 2nd, Jordan 2, and then so on. And so I followed along with that. And I had, I don't know, I had probably 26 followers at the time. Uh, and then he gave me a shout out and somebody else gave me a shout out because I was following along with that. And so I got like, oh, I got 200 and something followers now this and that was kind of cool. And I, I knew that I had a lot of sneakers, obviously, but I also knew I had some um, older pictures of myself and from the 80s and from the 90s wearing old, you know, OG, my OGs. Mm-hmm. I thought there's some stories I could tell on this platform that uh, hasn't been, isn't being told right now. And I, I thought there was something I could, I could add to this. I hate using the word space, but a lot of people <laughs> say space. I'm going to add something to the sneaker space on Instagram. <laughs> I just wanted to post some stories about it on Instagram. That's all it was. But yeah. so, yeah, I knew there's something I could, I could add that wasn't really being told. And I, cause I had these old stories. And so that's what I did. I had these old pictures. And so I started, you know, um, posting these throwbacks. And so people started getting, uh, you know, recognizing that and seeing that I had these really old pictures of me dunking and stuff. And, wearing these OGs and it was, so it was something that was kind of cool. And that, that's sort of where I got my start. And I used to tell really long, I still do sometimes, but I t- like really long caption with stories yeah, in my caption. I've read them. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, it's a, there's a very time consuming because they're, they're long, but I, mm-hmm. I, and people would tell me like from the get go, like this Instagram is not a platform to tell stories. And I'm like, Oh, well I feel like telling, I feel like doing it. So I'm doing it. And it, it got me noticed by like Jordan Brands. <laughs> like, yeah. So there, you're like, there yeah. whoever you were, <laughs> you're like, eat that. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, like the, cause were you on the forums before that at all? Oh yeah. 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 Nike talk and Nike yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. I was, I wasn't like a big Nike talk. Me either. Uh, I, was, I was more, yeah. uh, there, there was a, a sneaker form way back called, uh, 
another, we only had like 3000 members. So it was called soul redemption, soul redemption.com. Mm. And there was another one called up more, um, up tempo error, I think was one another one. Like okay. there were smaller forms. Those I found like the a, easy boards. I feel like those were easy. I, boards. Don't, I don't remember if they were easy. I don't think they were easy boards. I'm I also remember. old. I don't know if you, can I, tell. <laughs> no, I can't tell. You look young to me. Uh, but no, I, I but I, I, I wasn't big on Nike talk either. I just found there was, there was too many. It was too much. Every time I went there, people were just fighting with each other. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I was Nike talk was definitely like that. And I think that people, I, I don't know for me, I was like on ISS forums. Yes, I was there too. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was on, uh, on nikesb.org i talk about it all the time okay. like that's that was the that's where people knew me okay. from was nikesb.org like we yeah. i was at the first dunk exchange in new york city oh nice I, like yeah i got okay. my wallet stolen at the second one yeah yeah but the uh yeah i think that like the the transition once those once the boards die i i stopped i stopped looking for sneakers like like stop looking for an outlet to talk sneakers right, right. and i missed out on like early days of instagram i missed yeah. out on uh, early days of sneaker twitter and so like it it was it's it like doing this podcast and learning all about the stuff that i missed out on does make me feel uh, like I missed out because like, yeah. I, I don't know if you've, you, you, I, I'm pretty sure you follow Russ. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, Russ course. is, Russ is talking about how Gilbert arenas was giving away sneakers on Twitter. Yeah. I was like, I was, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what was yeah, I yeah. doing? Like I, <laughs> I had Twitter. I just did, wasn't looking up sneakers. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's wild. But yeah, you started, you started in the early days of, of Instagram and like how, how, how have you seen it like evolved and like what, it, what, what do you feel like it's become now? Um, I mean, it, it's been, it's definitely different than it was. Cause I think initially it was just like people would post stick sneaker, like sneaker pictures and stuff. And, and uh -huh. even, um, uh, but it, I mean, it, it really has connected me with people and I see it connecting people from all over the world with each other. And it's, it's, it really has become even more, more so than the forums, a way to connect with people because, uh, I've seen people meet up because of this and I've seen people, you know, it's, it seems like, I guess so because of social media, it's a more direct connection. And I think that's really, like I said, connected people more directly with each other. And, uh, it's, it, it's, I enjoy it because I don't have to like go and, uh, I can just look at what I want to look at. Yeah. Uh, or is it like, if there's something I want to go look at it on a form, it was, you know, you go into the, say, for example, the Jordan two form or something on Nike talk and it's like, it's just like a hundred people being angry about something. Whereas mm -hmm. I can just tune that. With your own social media, you can kind of tune that out and then block stuff. And and it's, uh, I don't know. I, I it's, it's, it's definitely grown to a point where it's like, there are a lot more people into sneakers nowadays than, uh, even when I, it, there were a lot of people into sneakers when I first started, but now it seems like everybody, like I've seen my coworkers who are, you know, like middle-aged women who had no clue what sneakers, what, what, now they're all like, oh, I like those shoes. Where'd you get those? And like, well, can I get those uh, at Foot Locker? I'm like, no, <laughs> I got these 17 years ago. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's cool to see that it's even, it's got people who are not even into sneakers at all into sneakers nowadays. And so it's, I guess that's how it's changed. It's like it's, it's broadened the audience for, uh, for sneakers in general. Yeah, I think that the, the idea of sneakers definitely has evolved into like what it is. I don't know. It's it, cause like, I think there was a sweet spot at one point, like growing up where, or being in the part of the culture, this culture that like, there was a sweet spot where people that were jumping in were people that were taking the time to go back and figure out where this came yeah. from. Right. And then now we're getting kind of just this big, uh, 
I want to say like a funnel. Like we're just getting yeah. a big funnel of just yeah. like the big brands are just being like, this is what you should buy next. And then this is yeah. why. And um, when you were growing up, how did you, how did you stay atop, on top of what's coming out next? It literally was just watching what Michael Jordan was. It was watching basketball. It's watching yeah. the commercials during the basketball games. It was, it was print ads and magazines. There was no internet. So it was like, that was literally the only way you could find out what was coming out. Uh, was that is watching you, to see what was on people's feet? Did, did you have East Bay up there feet. or feet? What people on <laughs> people's feet? <laughs> feet. Uh, no, we didn't have East Bay up here. We didn't have it in Canada. No, it, it, once to once. Obviously, it was online. We could get uh, we could order from there, but we couldn't. Uh, we didn't have the catalogs up here. No, no. Yeah, I mean East Bay. East Bay. Like yeah. that was like window shopping from home. Was that yes. was like that yeah. was the first taste of it because I lived by a Foot Locker. So like at one point in my life, I lived by a Foot Locker, and so I would constantly do the walk by and then yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I'll talk to the talk to the the, the employees. They were like, man, well, you, that, know, you know exactly. Yeah. That was the other way to do it too, right? Mm-hmm. You go to your local Foot Locker and local mom and pop shops, whatever you had around you, and you just talk to the people who were there, and they would, if you got to know them well enough, maybe they'd show you a product book or something like that, or talk to you about what was coming out, and uh-huh. definitely uh, a way to to find out what was coming out. <laughs> that's yeah. i mean the i do i mean i i definitely i don't know why i keep bringing up this up in my head but like do you have a like do you have a fond memory of like the twos post the like post getting them and then like when you come coming back around like like in between of of the getting gifted yeah and then your first pair where is there a fond memory in between that a fond memory between getting gifted the pair in, last year and then get and then between then and now. Mm-hmm. You mean? Uh, I just I, I think when the when the original like so I got them in September and they launched December thirtieth. Is watching the excitement from people mm-hmm. uh, on the on launch day on December thirtieth and everybody like dozens and dozens of people tagging me and messaging me. I got my pair. I got my pair. And seeing how excited other people were. That was amazing to me because I, I didn't expect that. I thought people would be like either angry that they couldn't get them, but, but they were pretty readily available. So oh, yeah. it, was, it was easy for people to get. So I was excited to see everyone's reactions when they actually were able to get them. And because, then seeing them on people's feet and stuff and seeing yeah. them all of, my feed was just filled with Jordan twos. It <laughs> straight was twos. straight twos. Because I, I remember as they were coming out, you were posting, you're like, I got like four pairs. Like, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was up to at one point I had 12 pairs in my possession, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I helped. I, like I shipped off a few off to uh, some friends who couldn't get their pairs. And so, and then I actually returned a few a Nike. I ordered one pair off Nike here in Canada and they mm-hmm. uh, a size 11 and they sent me a women's 11. So, uh, I had to send that back. <laughs> I didn't I mean, see women's 11. My wife's feet is not, not that, that big. So yeah, the, you got the whole family got a, me and my wife, I have no kids. And I, 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 I thought you I, did my bad. No, no, but I didn't buy a toddler size yeah. because they're cute. <laughs> uh, I know if you're, if, if it's going to happen, you're gonna, I know what's the shoe that's going to be on the picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah, the, I mean, the, I mean, there, there were so many, how, what were your thoughts on like the collaborations or like the, the, like the, like the radio Raheem twos. Cause like, I'm, I'm not, a, I mean, like I said, I'm not a big fan of twos and I feel like tattoos do get a lot of flack. People think they're like ugly and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so like when it, when it came to like, you know, the one off shoots of like these, the, like the radio Rahims, like, or I'm yeah. trying to remember a shoe before the radio Rahims, yeah. the radio Rahims are like 2014. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like, uh, what, what were your thoughts on that? Because I know those, th- th- like not having 
the Chicago come out, but then yeah. having other colorways other, come out. Yeah. That, that drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 27, 16, 2016. They did release the Chicago lows in 2016. Yeah. Um, and now, which I was excited about, but then now looking at the shape of them, uh, it drives me crazy because the shape, the toe box is just huge and bulky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so compared to what they, the, how they've redesigned them to be closer to the OG now, uh, but there was they they did release in 2016 a bunch of uh, there were there were there were Concord twos that had like elephant print on the upper with a purple heel tab I think mm-hmm. um, they like had all red low like a, a UNC low um, the Radio Rahims I think were before that I read right that they were maybe like a couple years before mm-hmm. but it, it was it was I I really at I am more of a I I was a purist more of a purist back then and I was I was more upset they weren't you know paying true uh, homage to the the twos they were they were releasing a lot of twos but not not like the og colorways besides the lows mm-hmm. and so i was kind of pissed off then but then cut to um in tw- that last year or actually we'll start with with uh, the the virgils the off-white twos in 2021 um i was so excited because it meant uh they redesigned the shape and mm-hmm. uh virgil really worked with them to do something special with those and so I was excited to know what was coming out and all the different collaborations. They were like major hitters. You know, like I said, the uh, Off-White 2s, the Amamanier 2s, uh, and several others. Um, and I was excited about those. And so I, it, meant, it meant that people were getting excited about 2s. For me, it was whatever makes people excited about the 2s, I was happy with. And that, was, that seemed to do it. So uh, <laughs> they're not as hated as they used to be, I don't think. No, yeah. I think, I think it's starting to, I mean, that Amamanier 2, just like... I was just like, yeah, those are pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Uh, How did I mean? How old? Like how? How old is your collection? Because I feel like you had your whole you held in a lot of stuff that should yeah. be crumbling. So like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I I managed to keep uh, some some pairs from back. I have my original fours from eighty nine, my black fours mm-hmm. from eighty nine. Uh, I have a I have a pair of uh, all, my all red and white uh, Air Flight eighty nines from from then. Uh, I have two pairs of sixes from ninety one. Um, I think I have a pair of, of uh, air flight air flares like Agassiz shoes that were from a ninety four, I think ninety five. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, but the, just whatever pairs I I I hung on to from when I was in high school and college. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my mother th- unfortunately threw out a bunch of my OGs <laughs> when I was uh, you know at co- in college. I yeah. came home and they were they were like gone. And I was like were they all, <laughs> somehow I managed to keep the ones that I have. But uh, so I have a few pairs that are like over 30 years old and those like my fours and my air flight 89s are definitely crumbling they're very very delicate the midsole's intact but they're like cracked and if i if i blow on them they will fall apart <laughs> yeah but That's i have wild. like a bunch of early retros too like the first series of retros and those are starting to crack now too but did you consistently uh collect throughout college or were you like i mean i mean i had sparingly yes but luckily because like what i would i started collecting in college with those that was that first series of retros because there was there were like the twos came out in 95 Mm -hmm. and i found them in 96 for 75 bucks and then i found another pair for 65 bucks so they were going on sale so that's something i could like and i got the chicago ones in 90 i found those in 96 also Mm -hmm. i got those for 40 bucks so that's like a, an affordable price <laughs> when yeah. you're a college student, right? right so now, you sound like crazy Eddie. Everything's a steal. Everything's a steal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody beats the whiz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was it was easier to find stuff on on sale like that, deep deep discount. So you could I could like here and there buy sneakers, but I was always yeah I was always looking for sneakers. And sometimes if I played tennis, I played tennis back in in, in college and stuff, and 
Oh, you're uh, athletic. I, you're, I, you're, I, I was, I was, I, I, <laughs> trust me. I'm not anymore. Uh, but I was way back then, but yeah, so I would buy sneakers for tennis and stuff like that. And I would want whatever Agassi was wearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, in terms of, I never thought of it as collecting. It was just because, you know, I, I was, I was saw a shoe that I liked and I, I would get it, but it never dawned on me that that was a collection, mm-hmm. uh, until I moved out on my own when I was like 27, 28 and I bought at my first place. And, um, then I was like, okay, now I've got my own money, really got my own money. I, was, I wasn't working in a grocery store and going to the university. I was actually working a, a decent job and I, I could, sp- now I'm like, okay, now I've got 45 pairs of sneakers. Now I've got 50, 60 pairs of sneakers. Now it felt like a collection. <laughs> and then I started realizing other people were doing that when the forums were around, like in early 2000s. Yeah. I'm like, oh, other people do this. I didn't realize other people do this. And they, they're calling it like collecting. And just, <laughs> I just bought shoes and kept them. I, I, I thought it was weird. But then you realize other people actually did it. So that was kind of cool. That was one of the good thing with the forums is that you actually re- made you realize that, oh, there's other people out there. Other oh, weirdos, yeah. weirdos out there like us. I was just going to say, yeah, they're crazy like us. Because yeah. like, I mean, I mean, like going, going before college, all right like high school or something like that. And when you talk about like, oh yeah, we were like, oh, these are coming out. And then like, people just be looking at you and be like, like, yeah. no, like, uh, what are you talking about? You're, you're being weird. Like, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like how liking comics back in the day. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and now everybody loves now everybody. Everybody. Everybody Everybody's into comics. Everybody's into sneakers. Everybody should <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Was there, what, did you ever have to do like a camp out or like line up? Like, uh, I have camped out many times. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time I ever camped out was actually in New York City. It was, okay. in, it was on, on a Foot Locker on 34th Street. Uh, my dad's actually originally from New York City. So I, I spent a lot of time there. And um, so there was in 2005 was the first time I ever camped out. It was for the Flint 13s that came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. And there was a midnight release at uh, 34th Street, the Foot Locker there. And so my brother and you I are brave. Down. I was brave. <laughs> you know what? I knew, I, I knew uh, my, my grandfather lived on the Upper West Side at the time. So I, uh-huh. I knew, I knew like, I knew what I was getting myself into, but my brother and I went down at 34th and, and, uh, to the 34th street, uh, footlocker. And we lined up and we got there around, it was a midnight release. And then we got there around, I think, um, probably 10 30. Uh-huh. And there was probably 75 people in front of us. I'm like, Oh, they probably have a lot of pairs. Cause it's, it's a New York city footlocker. There's probably a lot of pairs in main location too. And so, and by midnight, there was literally, there were hundreds and hundreds of people behind us. And then we went inside and uh, it was so cool. They, they roped off certain sections and you had to go, you had to tell them your size and you went to a certain section where your size was. Mm-hmm. And guys were literally bringing just stacks of that size to, to the benches that were on the floor <laughs> and stacking them down. You could grab as many pairs as you wanted. That was my first camp out experience. And I've camped out several times since, but not like I've never done an overnight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I did the midnight release, but then I went back to the apartment on the Upper West Side. And then uh, I've done like local stuff here, but I, I would, I'd show up maybe four or five hours early and then, you know, and then watch people with their chairs lined up. The empty, I don't know if you guys experienced that in your yeah. lap. These empty chairs are there empty for hours. Chairs, yeah. You got to line up behind these empty chairs and then the five minutes before the store opens, all these people get out of their cars and they're all nice and warm and toasty. <laughs> and here, here in February and you're, you're freezing your ass off for five hours. But oh, it's go got to be cold chairs. up there. It's got to be yeah, cold oh, up there. Yeah, to yeah, do it's, it's, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I told the story on here about uh, when the, uh, the first the first Nike SB Jordan drop, the Jordan, the first one, yeah. the Craig Steck, yeah. the how do I always say his name wrong? It's like steak, a steak or whatever steak. Um, uh, that drop, I went to Supreme and I go there and I'm like, I went and I went four hours before 
they open no five hours before they went because I was there at six a.m. So I get there at six a.m. I'm standing online, and this guy just like as they are about to open, this guy just pulls up and he's just like it's like oh my chair's here and he's in the front. He brings like and then and then like a, like a minute goes by and five other people come out and it's all his people. We oh, go inside. Man. They only had three pairs of sneakers and oh, I had four oh, pairs yeah. of sneakers. Yeah, and of yeah, course. I was just like cool. so annoying. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's happened to me many times and it's. It's never fun. It's 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 so, and you. It's like the owners can't. They 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 say they can't do anything about it, but they just don't. They don't care. I don't think yeah. they care. They don't care. They don't, no. They're just like it's sold. Yeah, it's made sold. Our money. It's whatever. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the the what was so you said you worked at a grocery store. What was the first pair that you bought with your grocery store money? Or that was that your first job? That well, I well, I worked at like camps and stuff like that mm-hmm. when I was in high school. But then uh, I was working throughout university, college, and university. I was in uh, I worked at a grocery store for six years, and so I remember the f- very first. I started there in July of ninety four. Uh, yeah, July was it July of ninety four. I think July of ninety four, June ninety four, something like that. And then so July of ninety four, the ninety four uh, retro threes released. So mm-hmm. the, I got the the first pair I bought with my 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 grocery store paycheck was the. White cement threes in nineteen ninety four. Well, what were your thoughts on the reimagined? I love them. Yeah, I, lo- I love them. They're actually closer, and uh, well, the quality of the leather is obviously not as good as the ninety fours or the or obviously mm-hmm. the eighty eights. But um, the shape and everything, the shape and the details are are, are almost uh, they're closer to the OGs than any of the retro for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I don't need the the the, the fake aging part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's so subtle. I find on on this on the reimagines, it's not that bad. I thought it was gonna be a lot worse than it actually is. In person, it doesn't look that bad at all. Yeah, I really love when you do the side by sides on your yeah, Instagram yeah. because, like, it's it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to do. Everybody's just like, "Whoa, like, whoa! Those are either terrible or those are amazing." <laughs> the because I I mean I don't have I don't like I have the. I don't have no OGs. Like the, the oldest pair of sneakers I have is from 2001. It's a pair of Pro Bs, uh, but like they're not going to retro a, a but Pro that's B. Twenty two years old now. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. 2001. When Simon said 2001, doesn't sound like that's old to me. But you think that's 22 years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's an old a, sneaker at this point. Yeah, it's very wild. I don't know how it's still together, but um, yeah, yeah. And then I have like a bunch of SBs because like I, I'm I'm an SB like. When I was getting my first Jordan, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story because you'll yeah. find it hilarious. Uh, uh, <laughs> my first Jordan, uh, I was begging my mom because, like, for years, oh my god, I want a Jordan, want a Jordan, and then she, she and my aunt get together for. Uh, for Christmas and they put their money together and they f- finally get a Jordan. So like Christmas comes down Christmas. I see the box and I'm like, Oh my God, it's like, I'm like, I'm super Here it is. All right. <laughs> I peel it off and it's the, do you remember the Jordan box with his face and its lines? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm seeing his face opening up and open it up. And then I, I, <laughs> Flip up the top. It's a pair of fifteens. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh no! My condolences. <laughs> then I yeah. was like, "Oh, these are great!" Like I was just yeah, like, yeah, I, had, yeah. "I mean, as a kid, you had to do it." And I'm thinking, like, "Oh, these are going to be the threes. Yeah. This is going to yeah, like yeah, yeah. these are shoes that are always like during. I think this was like 2000 and. For, for when the 15 drop like 2003 2004 something yeah, like that yeah. so like i'm I'm actually like i'm a real kid like i'm a kid so like yeah. the the idea of just like yeah you know i always wanted like threes ones yeah, two yeah, threes yeah, like yeah. you see like you've seen it in the nba and stuff like that but i mean 
when it, when your mom's like, I just need to get Jordans. It's like whatever Jordan. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, she, yeah. she was definitely like at the at, like pressing the, at the guy because I know I knew it came from Odell's. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's gotta go to Mo's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta go to Mo's. And she's probably just like, just give me the newest one. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that's how I ended up with the 15s. But and that's man. you know what I've grown to respect the 15s over the years mm-hmm. uh, and their history behind it. But it, it's it what that that if, if there's gonna be a sneaker that's more hated than twos, I think it might be the 15s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I but, don't understand why, like Jordans, Jordans after a certain point, like, I mean, I, people just like, no, there's only like, you can only like the one through one through 14, yeah, that's one through it. 14 and yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. good to go. No, like, I know, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I agree with you. I, I love, if it's, if it comes out and it looks nice to me, then uh, I, I like it. I don't, I don't care what I don't, you know, obviously the ones that mean more to me are the ones that he wore, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm always excited for a new Jordan to come out, so I don't really care. I don't, I don't, I don't hear to that one to fourteen rule. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think people don't like it's like because like with Nike basketball, right? You know, as time progresses, the tech progresses, so like the shoes right. have to be able to exactly. you know match that. Yeah, the tech is the tech is coming out, and I and uh, people don't. The understanding is that that well the the, un, the non understanding is that people think that basketball shoes need to also be everyday shoes. Right, like, you should be able to wear whatever to the club is what they say. Right, 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 right. You know, but I'm, I've always been of mind of like, no, the shoe is to play basketball yeah. in. Like, you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Even I mean, even when the three came, threes came out in '88, they were yes, they you could I think Tinker Hatfield who designed them, their his idea was that you could wear them either on the court or off the court, but uh-huh. they were at the time, the highest tech basketball sneaker you could get there with the best materials, the best, you know, the air sole was, was actually fairly new at the time. So that was the best tech you could get. And like you said, nowadays it's like fly knit and whatever other material mesh they use that nowadays, <laughs> uh, it is, for, there's supposed to be the best tech for basketball playing. So it's, you know, yeah, it is, it is what it is. That, that, I. Uh, I just wish that more people were open minded about it because like, yeah. I mean, the, like, cause like I like, I play basketball too. So yeah. just like, like I, I recently, uh, my current ball shoes, well, indoor ball shoe is mm-hmm. I have an outdoor ball shoe in it. Or indoor, you got to yeah. do it that way. Of but course. like yeah, yeah. I have the, uh, the Kobe NXT FF ADs okay. and those are the ones that like, you pull the tab and it laces it. And right, like, right, right. But it's like super like sleek and, and yeah. you get the ankle support that, Kobe always looks yes. for in his sneakers. Um, and like you, if you don't, if, the hardest part about that is like you, people don't get the chance to be like, okay, I'm gonna go try these all in the store and play basketball, right. you know, or like, like I, I the, the process of the process has changed of like buying sneakers. Like, yeah. you can't, like, I don't, I don't know when's the last time you were like, let me try this shoe on. Yeah. In you the can't store. do that. They don't, they don't <laughs> let you do it. They're like, try it on. No, you're going to buy it or not. <laughs> buy it. If you don't buy it, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely, it's changed because like, People, people are even talking about like, okay, if you try on a shoe in store, is it still dead stock or like, you know, there's yeah, the, the yeah, debate yeah, over yeah. that now. Um, yes. it's, it's just, I don't wild. know. I don't mean, I don't, for me, listen, I, ideally 
I would not want the shoe to be tried on. Mm-hmm. But if it's been just tried on in the store and it's no, no dirt on it, anything like that, I mean, who cares? I mean, is, if it's the only pair you can get at that store and it's like selling out everywhere else, you know, uh-huh. grab that pair. Who cares? But I think people always, they're often talking now, you know, it's, they're so concerned with the retail, the resale value of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if that decreases the, the, the resale value, then it's like they're, they're upset about that. But I, I've never cared about the, the value of my sneakers. So. Yeah, me neither. I'm definitely aware. I wear I wear my kicks. Um, yeah. I think that the the idea of just being like, no, I'm just going to hold on to these until you never know. Like, I can't no, do no, that. No, no, I can't no. do it. Exactly. Once, it's, yeah. once it's in the, in the closet, it's going to be it's in the rotation. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, you exactly. Know? Um, what were like, was there an uh, an interesting since you've been on? you know, one of the first founders of, of sneaker Instagram. Was there an interesting minus the Jordan Brangio? Was there an interesting interaction that just like, it's one of once in a lifetime minus the Jordan interaction. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's not Jordan, it's, it's been mostly Jordan experiences, but I will say that, uh, Virgil Abloh hitting me up. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That, that, that was, is the craziest thing. That was right? a, that was a crazy experience. Yeah. So, and, and again, it was one of those situations where he just appreciated my passion for the twos. Mm. I had no idea he was following me. Uh, Vir- the off white stuff wasn't in my wheelhouse at all. Uh, and I made, you know, I've spoken about that on my podcast many times that I, that, you know, I remember the Chicago, the, uh, the off white ones came out the Chicago's and I was like, well, I didn't understand that. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't following Virgil and then I remember someone one time somebody told me hey, go check this thing out on Virgil's page and I went and I saw that he was it said follow back and I'm mm-hmm. like oh shit he's following me <laughs> okay I followed him and then uh, yeah and then this, then there was the buzz around the twos came out and that he was doing the first collab was going to be with Virgil um, and I was excited about that because I could see in pictures you know it started coming out and surfacing and I I, I saw how they were obviously they were they were they sleeked out that toe box and they were looking a lot more like the OGs and I was excited mm-hmm. about that so I started posting about it uh, and I and I, I I he one time uh, one day in October of 2021 he was 2021 or 2020 I can't remember maybe 2020 he uh, all out of nowhere I posted about his sneaker looking his his off white two looking so good I was excited about it mm-hmm. and he started in my comment section on my post having like a Q and a in my comment section, like answering people's <laughs> comments and questions. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so, and like literally spent hours and hours, like not just, it was like hours he was doing this. And like the next morning he was doing it, like answering people's questions and explaining what his theory was behind it and what his inspiration was behind why he did certain things with that sneaker. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed. So I, I DM'd him and I said, you know, thank you for taking the time to, that means a lot to all, you know, people are really, it's eye opening for a lot of people and I appreciate it. And then he said, uh, hit me with your shoe size and your apparel size. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, that which was, a, you know, I was blown away because I was excited for that sneaker because it was mm-hmm. such a nice looking, you know, homage to the OGs. And then um, so a November came around and he I not only got the sneaker, but he personalized it for me and wrote for Sean on one shoe and uh, via Abelo on the other and personalized the box and everything. And it was like, I, I couldn't believe that that, you know, why he took the time to do that. And then obviously it was less than two weeks later that he passed away. Yeah. And so in retrospect, thinking about how that happened, like that he, the one of the last things he did was sign a pair of shoes for this nobody up in Canada. Uh, just because I liked the two so much that he, you know, he thought he wanted me to have a pair of his shoes and he personalized it and, um, had such nice words to me in, in, in his DMs and stuff about how my pa- about my passion for them, and uh, that was another like crazy surreal moment where I, I you know it was such a sad thing, but it's like 
uh, it just it speaks to what a generous person he was and like mm-hmm. really a person of the people that he, um, you know, people like to, you know, bash him sometimes or would used to anyway, before he passed away, uh, about how he, you know, he, he would like rip things off or he was, it was lazy. Some of his, his designs and, um, but he, he was, he really was for the people and he really was passionate and he really was, uh, about community. And, uh, so to, again, to, to, to have something that was from him directly and to have gotten to speak with him a couple of times was, was really something that again, the power of social media, right? Like I posting my stuff, my insane obsession with these two is never, I never thought anything would happen from it. And, and then there you go. That is, I mean, that's a, a wild interaction. I think that, I mean, I, I, I'm a big Virgil fan. I think that yeah. he was, he was, he was what, I mean, I, I, so I went to school for, uh, partially graphic design. So like, right. you know, learning about like pop art and Andy Warhol, I think he was yeah. the antithesis of the current, like the current day and age of pop art. Like, you know, that, that also involves with like, you know, taking stuff and, and repurposing stuff and, and his idea of just like, I mean, he was also into er- like everything he was into doing everything. Yes. And, you know, I went to yeah. his, I went to his um, Brooklyn museum exhibit. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I, I, Ball. I, I literally have like shirts from it and stuff like because like <laughs> I, I am a, I am <laughs> yeah. a fan. I never could yeah. afford off white gear, so yeah. like whatever piece of Virgil like stuff memorabilia, whatever I will yeah. buy that it's affordable. Sure. Um, but I think that yeah, his take on the twos was very interesting because it pays the homage of like oh this could be a, the crumbling soul, yeah. like you know the the colorways are super unique, like yeah and. Um, I still, I mean, if you're listening and uh, anybody's listening and has a size 13 in the, in the black and blue pair, I will take it off your hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I think that, that he, like he should, he shouldn't be getting slack, at, uh, flack or whatever the word you well, want to use. People aren't doing it yeah. as much anymore because he passed right. away. But in, in, in red, in red in but, I remember yeah. before that he was, I remember posting about the twos and his twos and, and people were giving me all kinds of shit. Like it's a lazy design. It just, it's this, Oh, he, he's just taking advantage of the, uh, the, this aid, this vintage kind of trend that's happening now. But if you look at when he was explaining stuff in the comments on my post that day, he was, he his, his inspiration was his, or his theory or thought behind it was what if we could take a sneaker out of the directly out of the Nike archives, uh-huh. assigned Michael Jordan sneaker and right. give it to a consumer that they could right. wear that's what he literally, and he had people, I actually had the privilege of talking to the people who helped work on it with him. Mm-hmm. And they said that was the hardest sneaker they've ever had to work on because getting that midst, the way he wanted it done, they had to do scans of, of the, this original D, Nike DNA, uh, DNA archives sneaker, the, the twos from the, the archives. Mm-hmm. They had to do cat scans of them to recreate the midsole exactly the way it was. So, and each midsole was different from shoe to shoe. So, I mean, just that alone, knowing that and then to hear people call it, say it was a lazy design. It's like, oh, my God, man, how do you how can you even say that? It's it's uh, no, he was he was definitely a visionary. And um, I I definitely grew to appreciate him luckily before he passed. And uh, I'll I'll always be grateful for what he did for me personally. It's it's incredible to think that I had some kind of connection to that at all. 
No, yeah, he was a huge inspiration for me. I was I when I first started this podcast, I was like, one of my go guests is yeah. to get Virgil. Like, if I was able, and then yeah. he passed. Like, I literally, we, me and my poor, former co-host, we have an episode called Virgil when he passed, and we talked about it, and that yeah, was what okay, I said. Okay. And I was just like, you know, I, I wish I could have gotten him on this podcast to talk about his process. And, and I bet he would have yeah. done it too. He was just that kind of person. Like, he was so yeah. down to earth. And 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 what I've tried to tell because I have you know people in the, like sort of the vintage collecting kind of community who are who are. Kind Kind of uh, OG or nothing kind of thing, um, and they're they're um, that they, they're so anti collab and they're so anti what he did. Mm-hmm. But I'm like these. Think about if we were all given the opportunity to, to design a Jordan. It's you can pick your favorite Jordan model and design a Jordan. And like what this that's what Virgil did. Virgil was a genuine Michael Jordan fan mm-hmm. growing up on the streets of Chicago, and he was a Michael Jordan fan. He got to design his own Jordans. Like that's if so. What would you do with it? You know what I mean? So like. To say like, oh, he's just a, it's, it's all for hype or whatever. But no, he's a kid from Chicago that loved Michael Jordan and got to design his own Air Jordans. I mean, that's what's better than that, you know? Yeah, he lives a dream at that it. point. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's straight up a dream. Um, for sure. But we're, we're, we're going down to the end of the podcast. And I ask another question at the end of the podcast now. I want you to think about that time where you were about to open the box for your AJKO's I want you to transport yourself. Now, yeah. your you right now behind yourself as you open that box, what would you tell yourself? Appreciate them shits. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate them because I, I didn't appreciate them. <clears throat> like I said, because they were canvas and all that stuff. They didn't look like the leather version is exactly like the like I'd wanted them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never really fully appreciated them. To the point where when I got my white cement threes in 88, I gave the black red AJKOs to my friend at the time. I'm like, hey, you can take these because I'm not going to wear them anymore. I got yeah. the ones I got. I real I got a quote unquote real Jordan now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I gave them away. And to think that that was my first Jordan I ever got. And I never and I didn't keep it. I gave it away three years later or whatever it was. Uh, I, it's a regret I have to this day. So I would just say. You dumb kid, appreciate what you just got. <laughs> just shaking yourself in, yes. in the head. Yeah, I'm, like, smacking, I'm smacking my, back in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, but it That's was a huge honor to have you on, Sean. It's an honor to have to be on. I, I appreciate it. So it's, uh, f- I'm glad we finally got to do it after all these months of talking. Oh, yeah. About it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> appreciate you big time. And for everybody out there, you know what we say every week wear your kicks. Wear your Peace. kicks, absolutely. Peace. <laughs>